pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, welcome back. More of the Cotter Rapper Show. You're on 1620 The Zone and on 1620thezone.com. We are joined now on the 42 Degrees of Source Hotline by our Monday regular, Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald. Sam, hello. How are you? Hey, what's going on? Uh, nothing. Did you enjoy the uh, Grammys last night? I assume you did. I did watch the Grammys. It was okay. Yeah. You know, like, yep, we got we got to it a little late because it was my daughter's 16th birthday party. Uh, so we, uh, I had to come home, watch the last five minutes of the Nebraska-Illinois game. Yes. And then OT. And then we got to the Grammys, and we just sort of fast-forwarded through some of it. Tracy Chapman was the, certainly the, the, uh, the highlight of the night. That was pretty cool. I agree. I thought it was great, too. Other people are like, eh, I'm not so sure. It was just a normal performance. But I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Uh, speaking of Nebraska basketball, this, is, this was my point earlier. Like, if, if we can trust them – um, I don't know if you're completely there, but like if, if you could trust them to play like that with that sort of energy and intensity, that what we saw last night is an NCAA tournament team. And they're getting yeah. closer and closer to kind of convincing people that that is the real version of what they are. For sure. Yeah. Wednesday's a huge game. It's the biggest game of the year against Northwestern. If they play with that kind of effort, I do think they'll come out with a win. Um, you know, it's, it's it's a it's an up and down thing. I, to be clear, effort's important. The way that you play, the style, the aggression with which you play, it helps to make shots. All those things. Uh, Nebraska's good enough to make the NCAA tournament. I think everybody knows that. Yep. Now you have to go out and do it. Um, if you beat Northwestern Wednesday night, if you pour everything into that, you win that by let's say three. You know, you 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 look at the rest of the schedule and you're like, okay, they're they're going to the tournament. It's just gonna be hard to mess it up. Yeah, that you know, twenty, twenty, you, know, you get to twenty wins, and I think you're there. Um, some people would disagree with me on that, but but I think that's more scar tissue from 2018. Um, I think that the, the wins this year are better and other things. So if you win Wednesday night, now if you don't win Wednesday night, you got to find four wins in the last in the last eight games, seven games, and you probably got to go maybe win one in uh, in in uh, Minneapolis, and then I think you're in. Um, Northwestern would be that last great, really good win. I think it's the best team they play on down the stretch, too. Uh, so that'll be something to watch. I mean, maybe they play Illinois. I can't remember if they play Illinois at home. Maybe they do. Um, so there's, you know, there's some things that they can do. And, and, uh, but man, I just, again, huge game, huge game Wednesday night. That's, that's the one. You know, this is this is that's the one where Doc Sadler had you know um, Kansas State in Lincoln and had a chance, mm. and they lost. The year Doc Sadler had Nebraska at Colorado and they lost to an NCAA tournament team in Colorado. Uh, um, when Tim Miles had Michigan and um, in uh, what do you call it, uh, Washington D.C. or New York, yep. where the hell they played that game in the Big Ten tournament, and they lost. Um, when Nebraska had Wisconsin on no-sit Sunday, and they won. That's this game coming up 
on on Wednesday. This is the one, and we'll see. We'll see if Nebraska's ready. I'm, I'm telling you, that win is worth a couple um, elsewhere. And yeah, you could go to Indiana and win that game, and that's fine. Um, you could go to Ohio State, yay for you, and win that one. That's fine. Northwestern is the one because they're a bubble team, and if you sweep a bubble team, you're you're ahead of that team no matter what anything else that happens. Mm-hmm. And they would be ahead of Northwestern, and they're already ahead of Kansas State. They would establish themselves as about the fifth best team in the Big Ten. They had the wins over Wisconsin and Purdue already. They're in. Well, so it would think, give you the claim too to that to that fourth spot, which gets you a double yeah. buy in the in the Big Ten tournament. So that's it's pretty significant from that regard as well. Um, no question, no question. They, I, you know, I, I like their chances to win three three of at least three home games down the stretch. They play Rutgers, Minnesota, Penn State, and Michigan at home down the stretch. I like them to go three and one there. That's 19 wins, regardless of whether they win at Northwestern. If they win at Northwestern, that's 20. If they don't win at Northwestern, they're still at 19, and they probably got to go win one more road game and then go win one in Minneapolis. You beat Northwestern on Wednesday night, and you're, I think you're dancing. Uh, let's let's flash over to the uh, the women's side real quick. Um, <laughs> What was your takeaway from what happened there on Saturday afternoon as they set up for a very big week um, where they bring in Caitlin Clark and she's going to, I mean, they have a road game first, um, but you know, they, they, they have that whole scene on Sunday. It'll be a sold out crowd and she'll be going for the NCAA scoring record. Just your thought on, on their whole situation right now. Yeah. Bad loss on Saturday. You were there. Obviously. Um, I don't know, Connor. I, I wasn't there, so it looked like on TV they were under the weather or something. They just didn't look like they were – like the flu bug was going through. I don't know that that's the case, uh, I but they looked the way they looked. Sluggish. Um, not like there was pressure or anything, but, but just, just rushing shots. And uh, that can happen sometimes, you know, um, when you just started school again and you're, you're kind of in the grind and – and so on and so forth. And the crowd was kind of quiet until the end and all those things. So mm-hmm. this is a team that has, has struggled in first halves of games. They've struggled until they get to the fourth quarter. And then sometimes they just don't have enough. They The, the gap is too big to overcome going into the fourth. And in this case, it was one point, uh, one point too big. They, uh, uh, they go to Michigan, yeah. and now they play Iowa on Sunday. And so they have to, you know, and, and well, I guess I wanted to get your thought on sort of the Caitlin Clark thing at large as well, um, yeah. and her, you know, just the what she brings when she comes to town. Obviously, she's been here. This will be like the third or fourth time, um, yeah. and then have with with a chance to break the record on Sunday too. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of people in the in the arena Sunday that that don't have a rooting interest in Nebraska. Um, there's going to be people that don't really have a rooting interest in Iowa. I think there's going to be people there that want to see it because they know the record might be broken. Um, I think maybe some of the tickets have been purchased by people that, you know, luminaries of the sport, hard to say. Um, I'm sure they would love it if she were to break it at home. I don't think she's going to. I think she's probably going to break it at Nebraska. I do too. Um, Short of, you know, scoring 20 points at Penn State and having to score 45 or whatever. Um, So, you know, I I, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but it'll be a cool, certainly be a cool scene. Uh, won't be hard for her. It may be hard for Nebraska. You know, Nebraska's going to have to play the um, 
you know, their, their best game of the year. This is a team they are further away from than closer to in recent years. Now. The last the last two games have not been particularly close. Um, and and I, I don't know that they're getting closer. Uh, I think they were probably closer when Caitlin Clark was, was, was spending more time passing and when she's shooting. Uh, she's had a great year. So, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, the Nebraska women are, are squarely on the bubble. If they, if they beat Michigan, which they should, on Tuesday night, uh, they're a little bit off of it. Um, but then they'll they'll probably lose to Iowa, and then uh, at that point they've got to find, you know, down the stretch, they got to find some wins. And and uh, right now, I would say again, I don't I don't care what bracketology says. Good for you know Charlie Cream's a great guy. Um, I would say Nebraska is not in the tournament. I. I thought they had to win Purdue, Rutgers, and Michigan to offset the inevitable loss to Iowa and the likely loss to Ohio State team that Nebraska doesn't match up well with. Um, now that they've lost to Rutgers, I think they have to beat Iowa or Ohio State in order to in order to get back to that spot. And then maybe, maybe you know, if they win the last four. Um, that's what they do. That, so I kind of start doing the math there. I know I'm yeah. probably boring people to death talking about it, but if they win their 15th game on on Tuesday and then they lose their next two, um, which I think would be quite likely, that means they're at 15 and 10 going into their last four, which they need to win all four of those and then probably go, go to Minneapolis and win one to make it. So that's kind of how I do – the math on that stuff. I've been doing it for years with both Nebraska teams. So yeah. I think the men are in a much better position than the women at this particular moment if the men beat Northwestern. Uh, Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald is with us. Sam, you had a, a good little um, little piece here with uh, Trev, Trev Alberts. Trev, Trev Alberts, Nebraska's athletic director. Um, right. And there's there's some stuff in here, and, and it sort of got me wondering. It, it, it felt like kind of like this, hey, catch up. Let's see where we're at right now. Where are we at sort of? athletic department wide and, and what's the vision and sort of where are we going? What, what kind of sense did you, well, what, I guess first, what was your sort of takeaway from that? And then sort of like what, what progress do you feel like they've made in the last couple of years of sort of that vision and it playing out regardless of whether or not they're sort they're, they're winning at the level that they want to yet. I'll take the second part of the question first yeah it's a good question that you ask i think they've made progress in a couple of different areas uh first of all i think the the flagship program at the university of nebraska has a coach in charge who is willing to engage every other corner of the athletic department and that wasn't true of his predecessor um so i think that rule is everywhere you know and he he presses in quite a bit and he has his own leadership ideas you know, he and Trev are, are, you know, similar thinking people, but they're not similar personality people. And so I think it's good that you have two different kinds of people who may think similarly but are but express that differently. And so that's one thing. And so I think getting a football coach higher right uh, has been helpful. There's one. Uh, two, I think there's a little bit more of just a competitive, streamlined ethos within the athletic department of doing, you know, not, not – uh, necessarily more with less, but more with what you've got and accentuating yeah. the gifts that you already have. And the third thing is, how do we create a student-athlete experience that, you know, is loving, but also um, has high standards and expectations? 
And I think that's where Rule points the way really well. He's he's a he's a he's a high love guy, and a, and a high discipline guy at the same time. He'll love you. He'll give you the hug, and he'll and he'll be tough on you at the same time. And so I think that's coaches have benefited probably from seeing that. And how are they doing? I think they're doing better. You know, I think I think the success of the soccer team in the fall points that way. I think softball getting Jordy Ball back points that way. Um, you know, I think Jordy probably decided not to go to Nebraska because it, it appeared that Ronda was going to kind of be run out. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. And now Jordy's here, and I think that's good. I, maybe I'm inaccurate with that, but um, she was committed to Nebraska for a long time. And then, you know, um, and so Ron, you know, I think that that part's there. I think everybody's looking to see, of course, how the baseball team does, um, you know, and, and, and how they how they do. I think that'll be important to watch. That's a team that uh, quietly they think they're going to be pretty good. Um, they think they have more more pieces than they did last year, even if last year they had star pieces. And uh, I think baseball's a depth game too. So they think they're going to be pretty good, and it would be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, so I think they're doing better than they were. For sure, um, but I, I still feel like there's a sense of got to keep pushing. This is the time when the Big Ten is, you know, in the catbird seat in a lot of different ways, and you want to stay in the catbird seat with the league. So I think there's a sense of pushing as much as one can. Yep, no doubt. Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald. All right, Sam, uh, we'll let you go. Great stuff as always. Appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, take care. That's Sam McEwen. You know, I uh, so I got I did that gymnastics meet on uh saturday night and uh that was a new experience for me by the way which also you want you want to talk about the fan support that nebraska gets there's a thousand people at the freaking men's gymnastics thing it was loud <laughs> like it was a, it was a it was a home floor advantage <laughs> i'm like where are, where am i you know it's amazing the support that they get they um, want to know and it's it's diehard, you know, like they have their bits that they, they have green flags, you know, that they hold like it's it's really, really a great experience. Um, especially for the student athlete. But, you know, he was talking about rule. Sam was talking about rule and and how engaged he is with the rest of campus. I know you guys have heard stories about this over and over again, but I'm sitting there and here walks in a group of football players, Nebraska football players, to a men's gymnastics event. Ranked fifteenth in the country. <laughs> And like, yeah, they're they're good, but if you, you don't know anything about gymnastics, you don't no. know. What, and and the kids, you know, they get rewarded for it, the football players. They get rewarded for it. They get to put their point. They get to say that they went they to these things. Points, they get, they right? get points yeah. based on how many things that they go to. But the the like, what's buried underneath that is they think they're getting points, but, but whether or not you care about what's going on in front of you or how long you're there, you are still there. Mm-hmm. You are still engaging. Whether doesn't matter how mild or how severe it is, you're engaging in the rest of campus. That is a real life important thing, Josh. I we talk. I know we talk about it a lot, and I don't know. Maybe we get overboard with it sometimes, but that means something. That that's a real life thing that is important. And for a group of college kids to like, okay, it's very easy to get them to go to the the women's gymnastics meet. Sure. The women's volleyball, that's fun. That's an electric atmosphere. The women's, ba- you know, things where there are girls for them to socialize with, you know? Sure. Like, 
yeah, it'd be much easier to go to that. But they're going to like the men's gymnastics, like bowling. Bowl, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're going to things. I think it's women's bowling that right, aren't the hot ticket. Yeah. In town. Yeah, I, and and I think there's something in their system where they get they get rewarded more handsomely for that stuff. That makes sense. But it's like sure. whatever, sure. you know. I, like they're going. Mm-hmm. They're there, and the football team has this kind of understanding of how their success. That's so we can flash back to that that question that I asked Sipple on Friday. Like I was thinking about that a little bit over the weekend. And remember I asked him like, what is athletic department momentum sort of mean to you? Like, is that, is that real? That's not real. And simple is totally the guy who would just be like, no, it's, it's not. And I was thinking about that a little bit more over the weekend. And, you know, I, I, we get the chance to talk to, to Creighton coaches and their connection with each other and how winning fuels winning there. I got to say, I couldn't disagree with Simple more. I think that's such a real thing. I think that matters so much. Now, the team still has to be good. Like, And I think that's where Simple gets like caught up in it, right? The team has to be good, and you have to have good mm-hmm. coaches, and you have to go- have good players, right? That still matters. But like, I watch it. I, we watch it downtown all the time. They They talk about it all the time, how they support each other, how they challenge each other, how when they do stuff. I was talking to Kirsten Bernthal Booth at the halftime, on the Jays live thing, and she was like, "Guess what? I want to do dollar beer night at the women's games." Sweet. Okay. You know, she wants to get people at their games. They want to help out. Like that, that sense of community matters, and it's super. Di- and, and Creighton's in a different position where they can like build it, you know, because it's a tight knit deal. There's few people on the staff. There's few people in the athletic department. Like it's it's everybody works for everything. You know, Nebraska, it's a little bit clicky. It's a little bit separated. Like, there's so many sports. There's a lot of different stuff going on. There's a hundred. There's there's six hundred people involved with the football team. You know, like I get it. It's it, it can be harder, but I do think that that kind of culture really matters. And I think Matt Rule has an understanding of that. It doesn't go past like if you don't have that sort of engagement with your football team, you just don't have it in your athletic department in general. You don't have it because it's that's where it starts. And then if you don't have it with your football team and you have it with everybody else, then it becomes everybody else hating the football team. And we've had mm-hmm. we've had situations we've had that. like that. Yep. We've had that. Right? So that really sets the tone for the whole deal. And and you know, what does it equate to in terms of wins and losses? I it's impossible to say. There's no way you can know. But morale we all agree that morale is a big deal. Morale's a real thing. Recruiting's a real thing. Like, hey, you want to come play basketball at Nebraska? Look how yeah. I mean the football team's here, the the volleyball team's here. Like, look, look at all this stuff we have. And look at how, you get to have this great mm-hmm. student athlete experience, which there's no doubt they. The have. vibes are great. Come to Nebraska, but it's not just like this empty. Okay, we have a great experience because we have cool stuff. Mm-hmm. No, it it you're trying to make it really like a family. And that Every, gets overdone sometimes, but I, 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 it means something. Everybody's got cool chairs in the locker room. Everyone has yeah. a, a, a PS5 in the in the student lounge. Like, like when you when you leave, and you're done with your student athlete experience at Nebraska, is it easy for you to leave, or is it hard for you to leave? Do you want to leave, or do you not want to leave? I think Nebraska has been in a lot of situations where they've had people who were like, "Yeah, go. I was here for six months. That was sweet. See you later." That's a thing I did. Yeah. Um, so all that all that stuff goes into this. 
And I don't know that one does anything better than the other, but I'm just like, it's just an observation that, that I've had. And, um, and I did, and I think it matters. All right. We'll come back. Um, a couple more things to clean up before we, uh, before we get out of here, by the way, on coach rule, Matt, Matt rule, he will be speaking with the media post signing day, 11 a.m. Wednesday, Wednesday, set your, set your calendars. All right. Uh, we'll come back with more next on 1620 the zone.